105 of the Kings of Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about uh, making money by playing your console. Uh, Disney possibly owning Fox. And a Lord of the Rings TV show. But first, special shout out to Scott Phillips. He's one of our Patreons at patreon.com slash Geeks Under Grace. Uh, we appreciate all of our Patreons. We say it every week, but we just we love you guys. It's awesome. And also, we have a Twitter question coming again from Christ and Consoles. Uh, and he's got some really good questions so far. Uh, how do you handle when someone, some Christians say things like Christians can't play video games or watch anime in a way smashing your calling? What do you think, Joe? Uh, haters gonna hate. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's the long and the short of it. I've dealt with people like that my entire life. Um, I, I've just kind of learned to take it in stride and roll along. Uh, to me, it's, you know, whatever you do in all things, do it for the glory of God. And some things are clearly <laughs> spoken of against, you know, some things are clearly wrong. Having a hobby is not. Hmm. How about you, Shelly? Um, I don't know. I guess I haven't had too much experience up front with people asking me this. Usually it's either on the internet where I have time to think about it, not really to my face. Um, right. In fact, most of the geeks I know happen to be Christians. But um, I think if I want to start like a conversation with them, I might just ask them, you know, what their hobbies are and how, you know... You find, you know, if they try to work to glorify God through, like, their hobbies, and then maybe that can open a conversation where I try to, like, talk to them about how I try to glorify God through those hobbies. Um, or just, you know, have some sort of conversation like that. I don't really know which direction it would go, but I think just trying to talk to them in a way where you're presenting yourself as a relatable human and they're presenting themselves as a relatable human would mm. sort of ease the tension, I suppose. I, I also haven't really had too much interaction with this kind of thing. Uh, I guess I, at this point, would just point people to Geeks Under Grace. Uh, we have a whole resource of things. But Geeks Under Grace itself has had a few times where people have kind of questioned what we're doing. Uh, specifically the Bible studies, which I think is really interesting. That everyone's okay with us doing video game reviews and movie reviews. But the <laughs> Bible studies are like, you can't do that. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's really interesting. But uh, Logan was our first one and we did we kind of did it on purpose it's a rated r movie we knew what we were doing but uh we definitely got some conversations rolling because people were like you're doing this for a rated r movie and you teach people the bible with that uh and the bible study is amazing we did a really good job on it uh shout out to dallas and celeste mora for getting that done i think at this point we just and instead of telling people we're able to show them uh that it can glorify god that video games or yeah. whatever in pop culture can uh, point people to Jesus. It can also point people away from Jesus. Uh, and I think ignoring that is a bad thing as well, though. I think there's something else to keep in mind. There's a lot of R-rated content in the Bible. Yeah. True, though. <laughs> very true. Yeah, I, it was very interesting conversations we've had with people. Uh, but, yeah, just showing people, I think, uh, that it can... That, that it can do that. Joe, what are you getting out about this week? 
So finished extra life this weekend. I know I'm in recovery mode. I'm sure Shelly and LJ are too. I actually congrats on yours, by the way. Say into that, not say, but like I haven't. I didn't involve an extra life as much as I wish I had, but I was way too busy. So I ended up being awake for about 22 hours. I called it a little early. I'm still. It's two days later, and I'm still way out of it. He yawns (laughs) as he says it. Yeah, fair. But it was real good. I mean, we raised. my partner and I ended up raising just a hair shy of three thousand dollars. Wow, man, that's so cool. We got some very generous people uh, helping us out, so it was awesome. Very cool. In that period of time, played Call of Duty World War Two. I've been playing quite a bit of that because I'm working on a review for it. I still need to get some zombies in, and I got to finish the campaign. But the multiplayer, the servers were on fire the first couple nights. Super frustrating. Yeah, But once everything came back online, we've been playing a ton of it. And I think it's probably my favorite multiplayer Call of Duty game in several years. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing Extra Life? This was my eighth year. Okay. So two more here. puts me at the decade mark. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm having a fun... It's, it's a, I think it is a good way... It's it's something fun to do, but at the same time, you're helping people, and it's a it's a good way to glorify God in my mind because there's no way on earth I could raise three thousand dollars right to help families that are in need while their kids are sick in the hospital. Or I had a, a one of my best friends. He's a fifth grade teacher. He had a student. He he was talking to a student's parent maybe the night before we did our extra life and he he jumped in and told us about this his student is they just found out she's got leukemia hmm. so at at the time that we did extra life she had been in the hospital that we were raising money for for 2 weeks oh wow and knowing that you know what we were doing was was helping support that is real cool definitely so that's Extra Life's going on, World War Two, Call of Duty World War Two. Uh, started playing some Cuphead on the Extra Life stream. I made it to the second world boss, the dragon. Anybody that's playing Cuphead is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. That game looks so intimidating. It I does. have not beaten it yet. But I've, that's... I've watched people play it all the time. And every time I'm like, <laughs> I can never play this game. I would die. I would rage from the first level. Man. <laughs> I, I was talking I fought to, that. I was talking to Jacob on our extra life of geeks and a grace and i was like you like this but you don't like cat mario because there's a running joke about cat mario for uh for the switch team and he goes this one with cat mario there's no skill involved it's just memory this one has skill involved and i'm just getting better at the game i'm like ah so you have no skill i would agree with (laughs) 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 he was I i don't know if i actually said that out loud I, I definitely wanted to jab at him a little bit, though. Because he, he got to the final boss, so that means he has some skill. <laughs> oh, was he at the final boss? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah He's good at impossible games. I was going to say, I, I platinum Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne, and I've beaten Dark Souls 3, and Cuphead's way harder <laughs> than those games are to me. Man, it's so different. Yeah. Uh, I also purchased a new 4K TV. Fancy. Yeah. So, I mean, I literally hooked it up before we sit down to record the podcast, so I've not even had a chance to try any games on it or anything yet. Hmm. 
And the Xbox One X comes out uh, tonight, so I'm going to try to shimmy over to GameStop and see if I can What's the refresh rate in. on the TV? Do you know? 120 hertz. Awesome. It's got a 19 millisecond input lag in 4K. Hmm. So from everything I've heard and read, anything under 30 is, is pretty unnoticeable. Okay. So, yeah, cool. pretty stoked about it. Uh, speaking of all this, let's get into some of the gaming news. BlizzCon was this last weekend. Yeah. They they announced at BlizzCon, Overwatch is getting a new character. It's a support character named Moira. <laughs> cool. Uh, and Hearthstone is the one that I currently care about the most. They announced the Kobolds and Catacombs expansion. It comes out before the end of the year, I believe. The one that people are going to care about the most, though, I think, uh, with the newest PlayStation firmware, or the, the newest PlayStation update, you can earn... PlayStation credit by earning trophies in the games. Yeah. Now, before you think you can make a living doing this, it's not that beneficial. Right. They they said, uh, let's see, what was the equivalent? A hundred platinum trophies will net you ten dollars of PlayStation credit. Uh. <laughs> I'm a big gamer, and I have earned five platinum trophies. You're just going to start buying way more indie games. Trying to get all the Well, I mean, those. now, some of those indie games are still crazy tough to get a platinum on. That's true. Yeah. I Some of them are cake. I mean, you know, but 100 for 10 bucks. That's really Right, it's deal. almost not even worth it. <laughs> uh, you're, you're talking probably months of effort to get that $10 reward. <laughs> so Yeah, because we were, we were talking before the podcast, uh, while the news was kind of while we were learning about it, uh, and we were like, man, is this could change the way people play games it could change the way people make games but really it's it's so little money for so much effort that's not really going to happen uh, i feel like if it was you know 50 cents or even 20 cents a a trophy or whatever a, a whatever a reward That'd be then something. it'd be a big deal uh because yeah. people would start playing games to get those things they start cheating more It'd probably be way more online um, right and then the games would be harder to get those achievements i would think so that it would be um, more money for them. But it's really interesting uh, yeah. that it's so far away. It's, it's so much work to get these. Yeah. Because I think it's cool yeah. that they are pro- finally providing an actual reward besides just a, here's a badge of honor for you, you know, platinuming this game. But right. again, it's just this reward is way too small. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm kind of okay with it. I mean... It's it's a nice little way to throw something back to somebody that's invested a lot of time in in your platform. Right. I would without love breaking anything financially. Exclusive yeah. PS PS4 themes. That would be cool. That'd be, I like themes. Yeah. That yep. would make me want to go in. Like if I platinum a game and then I unlocked a theme for that game, that'd be super cool. Yeah. But uh, we can go ahead and dive on into the pool list now. Okay. There's there's a fair deal of stuff coming out this week. The Xbox One X launches this week. Uh, Need for Speed Payback. Uh, I didn't realize that we were still getting Need for Speed games. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There's always a Need for Speed, Joe. <laughs> I can't remember. Most the, people get that. I don't know if there's one that I'm stuff. super excited for. There's a Need for Speed that I, I want. Well, you're clearly not super excited for it if you're not sure if this is the game. I saw it at E3. It was one where they, had, they took like old 50s cars and were souping them up. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's this one. Yeah, I don't know. But I want it. 
one that I would recommend people pick up, Neo Complete comes out this week. That's a Dark Souls-style game. Mm-hmm. I finished the base game. But the complete version comes with all the DLC, uh, which I haven't even touched yet. Hmm. But the core game is, is awesome. I really enjoy it. Sonic Forces comes out this week. I didn't realize it came out so soon. It's, yeah, out by the time they're listening to this. Uh, I need some Hand of... I know, dude. You gotta go fast. See that need for speed? It all—it's all cyclical. Uh, Hand of Fate Two comes out this week. That's the one. that's kind of a card game mixed with a, an action game. Okay. Uh, Super Lucky's Tale comes out to the Xbox One, and I'm assuming PC because that's kind of how they've they've moved with that stuff. And that's a platformer with a cute little fox. Okay. Almost kind of looks very Banjo-Kazooie-like to me. Ooh. That could be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, The most notable release of the week to me, though, uh, just in terms of software, the Frozen Wilds DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn comes out this week. So for folks that loved that game earlier this year, that's probably one you're definitely going to pick up. That's one I Folks that didn't get get Zelda or the Switch right away. (laughs) For folks that played Horizon Zero Dawn and beaten it, this is probably number one on the list for the week for sure. Yeah. Beautiful game. Yep. That's it for gaming this week. Shelly, what you geeking out about? Uh, not too much. I mentioned last week that I was going to watch The Sixth Sense finally on Halloween, and I did. And I can't believe yeah. I hadn't seen that movie before. It's like a classic, apparently. Yeah. There's also a twist at the end that everyone knows, and did I you know it? didn't. <laughs> No? Oh. In hindsight, If you don't yes, see it coming... But I didn't see it coming. Exactly. So, it's like, when I think about it, it's like, yeah, I've actually heard that before, but I didn't... I had... Didn't think about it when I was watching. So, very good movie. Highly recommend. Um, that's kind of... I, I, Shyamalan, man. Why does he do that so well? But Last Airbender <laughs> so terribly. I don't get it. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah. He's um, able to do his own thing with, with movies like that, but The Last Airbender, people yeah. have expectations going into them. Right, Good and point. he wasn't a fan of the show. That too, yeah. which was... There was all sorts of weirdness happening there, but whatever. Um, yeah, there was Extra Life, but unfortunately I got to stream like two hours because I was doing stuff all weekend. Um, I got to watch you guys a little bit. It was fun. I wish I would have been on there a lot more. Yeah. Uh, just because with like, the punch drives, I'm there almost all weekend. Right. Uh, there's no way I can get the day off. Though. We also, uh, just to be blunt, we had way less preparation time for this one than we do for the pledge drives as well. I think oh, next yeah. year is going to be even better. It's going to be awesome. So, um, mm-hmm. pumped for that. Pumped for the pledge drive as well. That's you know what we're getting eventually. Um, yeah. So, yeah. We did raise 158 dollars though. Yeah. And that was basically all on that night. Mm-hmm. So Which, cool. I mean, comparing to Joe, it doesn't sound like a lot, but this is our first extra life, so it's still significant. Yeah. I was I was like, say- yeah. I, I don't mean to for this to sound like a slap, but I'm kind of a veteran at this. I've been doing it forever, and I've been raising money for several months. Right, right. exactly. And like I said, so. like, it was basically all on that night that they raised it. Um, yeah. We kind of went short notice. We were like, we should do this, and then it, it happened. We are like, okay, let's yeah. do it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Next year we'll be much more prepared. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for next year's Extra Life. Definitely. So did that. Played more Fire Emblem Warriors, both single-player and co-op. I can't get over how ridiculous that game is. I love the gameplay. I... I really enjoy the game. It's I give it so much crap because I like it. It's just the, <laughs> the voice acting and the 
story and like everything else is so uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it without the voice if you haven't played and Fire story Emblem and everything else <laughs> okay apparently though what I've been told is that the history mode is where most of the gameplay the good gameplay comes in and we've only me as in um me and my boyfriend co-oping we sort of looked into it once but we didn't actually start playing it we were just like oh what's this mode so i think what we're gonna do is finish the story mode then start doing that um and i bought the season pass i caved i bought the season pass so i have lucina bridal costume which is super weird, yep. but super funny. And none of the rest of the characters slash DLC has actually been released yet, so I'll just get it okay. once it releases. So, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been doing there. I also went to a murder party, which is super interesting. I thought I would include it on the list because the it was basically... Party. It's like Mafia, but more in-depth, more role-playing. We all okay. got different roles. It was based in, like, 20s time you know we're in this jazz club and we all have connections to the owner of this jazz club and the just okay. this guy you know he's the one who gets murdered but and we have to figure out who did it but like that uh, murder on the orient express only yeah yeah pretty much um so i was playing That's as cool. this attorney which was funny because i can be very attorneyish at times but not in a role playing uh i guess in a role like that I was just like, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. <laughs> but it was super fun, and people were getting really into it. I had no time to dress up, but there were some other people who were, you know, dressed in the 20s. They were talking in the accent, you know. If you've seen Legend of Korra, all of the openings, like, he could have been that guy. Those people um, with that accent. But um, it was super fun, and um, I, I would recommend it. Because, I mean, killer? I do... Yeah, what? Who was the killer? Uh, turned out being one of the guys I was talking to, like, the entire night, and I thought, oh, maybe he's innocent, but maybe he's guilty. But then I, <laughs> I thought it was someone else. Because, uh, okay, he as a character? here's the thing. He, uh, basically, he, he was making murder. a play or a movie or something, and, uh, the owner was gonna give him money to sponsor it, but he was having an affair. This guy who killed him was having an affair with the wife and wanted to... Uh steal the wipe away essentially um okay. but sounds fun it was just super interesting because i've done lots of role-playing things you know i i do DD every saturday and sunday so but i've never actually done any sort of live action role-playing um mm -hmm. and that was i think just a form of live action role-playing so um yeah it was fun i would definitely do it again highly recommend so cool. Yeah, that's what I was geeking out about. So let's go into some movie news. Um, our biggest movie news was that there's been kind of rumors going around that there, Disney's been talking um, to 24th Century Fox about mm -hmm. potentially buying some movie rights from them. At this point, I... X-Men! Uh, yeah, a lot of people are thinking X-Men. Give me X-Men! That'd be great, except, <laughs> you know, that's like one of the things that they actually do make money off of. Right. What they don't make money off of, though, is Fantastic Four, so I wouldn't be surprised if they handed over the rights for Fantastic Four. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Ha-ha! <laughs> More like fartastic. Am I right? <laughs> no. Joe is no longer with us. Uh, it was great having him on. <laughs> I told him to 
told you I'm still a little sleep deprived. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, um, I, gotta, I throw that joke out like every three months. I feel like <laughs> it, it doesn't get old. Show's for me. not here with us anymore. But it, it, it's only like select. If it happens, it's only select shows then or select movies. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that'd be a very very big deal. Is um, if they got rights for that, um, because that would you know lead to potential for an actually good. Fantastic Four movie, or if they d- did end up getting X-Men and integrating that into this already huge Marvel cinematic universe that they have, that'd be crazy. So There's got to be a joke somewhere in the Fantastic Four movie where Steve Rogers meets the Human Torch because oh, Steve Rogers, my gosh, yeah. Chris Evans used to play the Human Torch. <laughs> That's so funny. That'd be so interesting. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, and like, I you guess- have Chris Evans play both parts. Yeah. So I guess we, we don't know. This is all just talk. It may not happen. And if it doesn't, you know, life goes on. But just it's just a really cool thing that, you know, may potentially happen. So Yeah. It's yeah. everywhere in the news right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next bit of news is just also on the topic of MCU and Disney. Thor Ragnarok has been breaking records, which isn't much of a surprise. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, the thing... The big thing about this is that um, Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man Homecoming and Guards of the Galaxy Volume 2 were all released this year. They all got, you know, over $100 million in the box office. Yeah. Slash going to. I mean, at this point, Thor Ragnarok kind of, yeah, they're, it's a thing. It's going to. Um, it's I'm going to go see it yeah. Tuesday. I'm going to see it uh, Saturday, I believe. Awesome. So we'll be able to talk about it on the podcast next week. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Really excited. But either way, so um, that's three big movies. It's the first time in box office history that production studio has released three films that have done that well in one year. That's just considering Marvel. But if you consider all of Disney, which is including Beauty and the Beast and Star Wars Last Jedi, which we know hasn't been out yet, but it's definitely going to beat the 100 million. That's going to be five movies that Disney comes out with that is like so successful and that's going to be breaking another record maybe so. they will buy fox maybe they're just like we have all this money we give have us so your rights much money man <laughs> <laughs> you no longer have the right to make these movies we yeah so hostile takeover <laughs> <laughs> so that's just really crazy to think about i think you know we yeah. used to you think of disney movies and you still think of classic like cartoon princesses uh pixar but they're making the money with these you know right. with marvel with star wars and i remember it was really yeah. weird getting pirates of the Carib- uh, caribbean when that came out like, oh yeah it's a disney movie uh like, but this now... is so not disney <laughs> exactly i think it's really interesting too we were just talking last week about uh you know the box office in october um being at an all-time low and people being kind of worried about that. Right. But then you've got Disney just killing it. If they would have released a movie in October, October would have been fine. Agreed, yeah. That's kind of crazy to think about that, you know, could it be that people are only seeing movies that are advertised as huge blockbuster films, you know, like in the MCU or in the Star Wars universe or, right. you know, things like that. Hmm. There's definitely a monopoly, almost. Yeah. yeah. It's like original films are not getting, you know, 
Then I was popular. Warner Brothers has the has the rights to Justice the League. DC world. DC. Yeah. 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 And everyone's talking about Justice League. Uh, mm-hmm. but and Wonder Woman was great, but before that it was kind of worrisome. Yeah. Uh, seeing, you know, Batman vs. Superman, Man of Steel weren't doing all that well. Yeah. Hmm. Just an interesting thought. Uh, my last bit of news, our last bit of news that I'm saying, I suppose, it's not really my news. Um, it's <laughs> It has to do with Disney as well, but this more classic Disney, Disney Pixar, actually. Basically, the last uh, trailer for Coco came out um, as the day we're recording this. So if you haven't seen it, okay. go check it out. It's, I feel like because of Thor Ragnarok and even The Last Jedi, it's kind of been forgotten almost. Um, it, yeah. It seems weird to me because I feel like, you know, Disney Pixar films, like, everyone loves those. You know, they're usually big deals. Um, so, I don't know. I guess I'm just surprised that, you know, it hasn't gotten so much feedback. And maybe also, too. Pixar, and I thought it came out, like, last year. There was another film that sort of also played off of the idea of Day of the Dead. It's very different. Uh. Okay, um, that's probably what I'm thinking of. But it was also animated, and that's why people... I think that's another reason why people are like, didn't this already come out? Or why are they Maybe making that, other movies like this? Like, you know, it's not a My wife calls me Coco. Things you didn't need to know about. <laughs> <laughs> Random fact why? of Cody. <laughs> why? Oh. Cody. Coco? Cody? Yeah. It, it started... Her name is Tia, and I call her Tay-Tay, and she hates it with a passion. Oh. So she thought that she could uh, bug me by calling me Coco, but I think it's adorable. So <laughs> she loses. You're a man. You shouldn't use that word. Adorable. Oh <laughs> what about a windowable? Windowable? A windowable. Adorable. A windowable. Ah, uh, got it. I thought it was just like baby talk. You were going like adorable. No, Joe. <laughs> you need more sleep. <laughs> a windowable. I don't know what to do with that. When you say it like that, I see where you were coming from. <laughs> That's a we doable. <laughs> I was like, what is he what is he trying to get at? Uh yeah. A windowable is not adorable. Well, I'm not gonna say that. Um I see right through this. But Coco looks adorable. It does. I mean it, I think a maybe also the fact that it's not a sequel or prequel or something. It's not related to one of the other Pixar movies. I know Finding Dory got a lot of steam because it's, you know, oh, finally a sequel of Finding Nemo. And people are still sort of whispering about when is Incredibles 2 going to come out? So this is Maybe that's why it's being quiet is because it's not, we were just talking about, it's not a recognizable name. Yeah. Which makes sense. It's not feeding off any kind of nostalgia. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. I hope it does well. I think it will, you know... Disney Pixar usually does a really good job with all their movies. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you haven't seen that, if you haven't heard of it, go check it out, please. I definitely want it to do well. It's so. going to be a movie that I probably don't care about and don't watch until everyone, including you, Shelly, is like, you have to go watch it. It was so good. <laughs> and then I'll watch yeah. it and I'll go, wow, I wish I would have watched this in theater. Right, right. Yeah, that is coming out November 22nd. So Hashtag Moana. Keep that in... <laughs> But Moana wasn't Pixar. No. It was just... But it's a movie Disney. that I forgot about, and you kept telling me to watch it, so I did. And then... And it was great. I realized it was I love amazing. Moana. 
Anyway, that's all the movie news I got. Sorry they were all kind of Disney related, but you know, Disney's big. So it's what happens when Disney just takes buys all over of the entertainment industry. Everything. Disney <laughs> will own you one day. It kind of already does. It has a lot of my money. Ah, good point. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Cody, what you, what do you got? I the first thing I want to talk about. I don't know. It's weird that I'm geeking out about it because it's not a thing that I did, and that's usually what we talk about when we geek out. But two years ago, I bought this tie from. If it came in loot crates, I didn't get loot crates, but I found the tie and I bought it on like eBay or something from someone who did have a loot crate, and it was this beautiful Invaders skinny tie made by Black Tie Geek. And I thought, man, I want more. I promise this isn't a sponsor. It probably doesn't sound like it is. Uh, <laughs> so I went to the website, and the website was dead. So I messaged them and were like, was like, hey, when is your site going to be live? Or is this company just not going to be a thing? I uh, didn't get a reply until literally today. So it has been two years without any reply. And they're like, hey, Cody, the website will be up this week. And Whoa. I'm... So excited. It's <laughs> my favorite Facebook message I think I've ever gotten. Um, it was super random. But no, they do really nice quality tie work. I think they had two ties in Loot Crate. Uh, I have the one that's the Invaders. But they're doing ties, bow ties, and pocket squares. So, I believe you properly call that haberdashery. I, I have no idea. That, that would be like ties, cummerbunds, cufflinks, that sort of thing. Okay. That, that's what they do. Uh, they don't have any... I, I want more tie clips. I have a Batman tie clip, and I love it. Uh, so hopefully they start working on those as well. But all of the stuff is quality. It is not... The website is not up yet. Hopefully when you're listening to this, go check it out and see if it is. They said this week, and I immediately went to see the site, and the site was non-existent. But they messaged me. Hopefully it's not someone got a hold of their Facebook and was like, Hey, Cody, I want to just mess with you for a minute. <laughs> um... That would be really weird and random of someone, but very excited. It's super, super cool stuff. Uh, Black Tie Geek, if you if you want to sponsor us, you can, because I will totally talk about you. Uh, <laughs> I've also, I don't know why I went back to Killing Floor 2. Maybe it's because of the Halloween spirit going on, but I went back thinking that I would be terrible at it, uh, because I haven't played in months, and I am better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically the best. <laughs> I'm really, really good. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but I'm yeah. amazing. <laughs> I have many leather-bound books, shelves of oak and mahogany. <laughs> I I didn't think I would I would be able to like hold my own at all, and I'm still uh, top of the top of the charts and the in the matches and stuff um, on suicidal. I've started playing Hell on Earth, which when I had been playing. Uh, Hell on Earth is like the hardest setting. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't touch that at all. Um, and now I'm holding my own in that. So I'm basically obsessed again like I was back then. I don't know why, though. I have tons of games to play. I have way more games to buy than I need to play. Yeah. Uh, just went back to it for some reason and loving it. Finished Stranger Things. I hadn't finished last ah! week. I finished the night of recording, I believe. Ah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I finished it. As well. I haven't yeah. finished. I'm still on episode two. Oh. You're not even trying. It's right? not me. I swear. My whole <laughs> apartment has been like, 
we watched the first two episodes together and now they won't let me watch it outside of all of four of us watching and of course we're all so busy so none of us are gonna be able to watch it i have to like yell at them like, like schedule a time to be like it. hey we're gonna finish this okay Heck. you could just do it it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission <laughs> uh, we'll see i'd rather not my head be on a plate but we'll try i i might wow you have really brutal roommates i do <laughs> Speaking of Shelly shows, that's what I'm going to call them. Okay. Uh, Showlies. Showlies. Oh, wow. uh, I went to go watch Ruby, and there might be another episode now, but there were only two episodes out, and that was a few days ago. And I was, what the heck? Because there should be three episodes. It's been three weeks since then out. Uh, uh, so I don't know if they skipped a week, or what happened. Did they, They what they might have done, and what they did, um, sorry, I'm not speaking very well. What they did for volume four is there would be some weeks where they didn't release an episode, but they would release a YouTube video or something or um, something else that would go along with it. They would do sort of backstory or world uh, building stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they did I was watching VRB. I don't know, because I am very, very behind on that as well for the same reason. I, I was, was watching VRV, and I was really annoyed because I sat down. And VRV is an annoying app. I'm sorry, VRV, but it is. Uh, so I finally got sat down. Got it all figured out. Got to the page, and there was nothing there, and I was so bummed. Uh, but instead, I ended up watching Stranger Things Beyond, which is that talk show we talked about last week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely encourage people to watch it if you're a fan of The Talking Dead, uh, for Walking Dead. Uh, a lot of really great behind the scenes stuff, uh, especially with these kids. I love these kids uh, and the way that they interact with the director because it is like a babysitter <laughs> talking to children. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. They are children. I mean, they were 12 when they auditioned for the show. Yeah. It, it's really interesting. It's kind of crazy. Like, you kind of forget that, seeing them in the show and stuff. You think they're just any other actor. But they're all they're all little kids. Uh, and it's, it's really cool just to see the way that they think about stuff. Um, also, how much they don't know about certain aspects of the show. Like, there's a lot of symbolism that the directors play with. And the kid's like, I never got that. I just did the part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was, it was really cool to see this kind of uh, them realizing things. But also how smart they are about a lot of their acting uh, techniques and, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, they're very in-depth on, like, character development and stuff. They understand really well. It's just cool. Straight Things Beyond is what it's called. Do not watch it. I, I thought we were kind of on the fence. Maybe you should watch it. Maybe you shouldn't. Definitely don't watch Straight Things Beyond until you've seen season two. He straight up tells you there's spoilers. Very interesting yeah. in the episode. Uh, yeah. I mentioned Talking Dead. I finally got to watch Talking Dead again because we usually do D&D uh, during the Walking Dead uh, thing, and so I don't get to watch Talking Dead. I don't really like watching Talking Dead unless it's right after the episode is aired. But yesterday we didn't have D&D, so I got to watch Walking Dead live. And Talking Dead, uh, I really like that show. I don't know why. Uh, but Walking Dead, Talking Dead I meant. I really like uh, Walking Dead. I like because it's amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the season's so good. I don't want to give anything away, uh, but this last season has just been so cool so far. Um, and speaking of Walking Dead, we can kind of get into our TV news. Uh, I I thought this season of Walking Dead, I thought last season of Walking Dead have been just amazing. They've really revitalized the show, and we've talked to. We've seen directors saying that they plan on Walking Dead going for decades. 
but it's gotten its series low since season two last episode. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So that's, that's a long time that the show has been in decline. And there's been seasons much worse than season two. So it's crazy to me to think that the show has had the least amount of views um, with where they are now because it's, it's so good right now. I've So I've paid for the whole season. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm getting the Amazon update alerts or whatever that, oh, you've purchased the newest episode. You purchased, It's ready. It's ready. But we're waiting to start watching it. I don't I don't know why, but we haven't started watching any of it yet. Okay. So I've got the whole season ready. To, I mean, what's come out so far ready to go. I, I wish I could say the thing that I want to say. I just, I love the way that this, it's very cohesive so far. And I really like that. Uh, that's vague enough, uh, but the people also know what I'm talking about. I, I love how cohesive it is right now. Uh, and then, speaking cool. of Amazon, great segue. This is really, really interesting news to me. Uh, Amazon has Amazon Prime. They do their own original TV shows. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, WB is in talks to make a Lord of the Rings TV show. Uh, it's rumored to be on Amazon. That's not a for sure thing, but I, I kind of hope it is. Because Amazon does really good work. Yeah. Uh, but the question is, how do you make a Lord of the Rings TV show? Do you just remake the movies? Uh, I mean, you could do side stories for the characters forever. That's true. Yeah. I I look at Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War, and those are very much not J.R.R. Tolkien pieces, even though they're inspired I mean, by his world. Middle-earth is was that third the third generation or whatever the third age okay is that right i can't remember you know so there are multiple ages of that world and so you they could potentially go way off and do their own stuff yeah right just, in in another age or something they could just refer even. to the oh what what do you call it it starts with an s right that so really yes they could just refer to that and pull anything from there, right? And just mm-hmm. make a story off of it. Yeah. What I love so much about J.R.R. Tolkien's work... Did I add an extra R? There's two R's. J.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.
And there are rumors that uh, Peter Jackson might be in talks to like work with it as well, which I think would be great. I was thinking too, uh, the CGI from when like the original Lord of the Rings movies happened is basically the CGI that TV has now. Yeah. So it, it could seem cohesive in that way, that the CGI is not good. But yeah. I, as much as I love Shannara Chronicles, and I'm not caught up on season two yet. Um, yeah, I'm waiting I, on it to hit Netflix. Yeah. I would love to see a Lord of the Rings TV show, because I think Shannara Chronicles feeds a hunger that Lord of the Rings uh, would definitely satisfy. Shannara Chronicles does what Elix failed to do. Mixing modern world, yeah, and mm. fantasy. I'm excited for season two. I my cable company. Uh, I have like so I can watch Walking Dead just by look like I search Walking Dead and I have it on demand now. Um, but Shannara Chronicles, I tried looking it up and it wants me to buy this other premium service to watch it on Spike, even though I have Spike. It's weird. Uh, but yeah. No, Lord of the Rings TV show would be super cool. I think that is where we're going to end the podcast. Super, super short this week. It's good. But, yeah. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about Thor Ragnarok. Our thoughts on that. I'm really excited for it. I think that uh, we're going we're gonna to have a lot of like really good opinions just because of the way that it's going to, uh, I think, impact the Marvel Universe. Not only in story, but also in style, I feel like. Uh, it's very comedy-driven. So, we'll talk about that next week. Joe, where can they find you at? I won't cut you off this time. On Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at the shellshock 24 You can find me on Twitch at shellshock 24 Or the Geeks and a Grace Twitch. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Geeks and a Grace. Yeah. My name's Cody Armour. You can find me at... Uh, I forgot. Twitter at Cody Armour. I don't know where I was going to say Twitch. And I'm like, nope, I'm never on Twitch. It's either Cody Armor or Armor Cody everywhere. Yeah, basically. It's Armor Cody in one place. Because I can't get Cody Armor. It's a, it's a sad life. <laughs> uh, love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, keep gaming. Keep praying. Bye. Bye.